What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the return of the Only Sports Podcast. We were, what, did we do one episode last week? I think we did, yes. I mean, we did. We did Tuesday, I believe. So then we missed the second episode because uh, Casino's internet is hooked up to a toaster. And then also because he went up to the cabin and the cabin internet was hooked up to the toast. So it was even worse than the toaster. <laughs> but what's going on, Casino? How was the camp or Dude, the ca- cabin? It, it, cabin. It, it, it's 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 a full blown second home. Um, yeah, no, it was absolute blast. It was just me, the wife, the kid, and uh, snow, and drove through a, a blizzard. And when I do mean a blizzard, you couldn't yeah. see the car in front of you. Yeah, it was a blizzard. I sent you. No, I saw. Yeah, I've seen. You showed me the picture, and one hundred percent, it was a blizzard, and it looked terrifying. <laughs> um, but did you get to watch any football casino? I did. I watched almost everything. Ooh, <laughs> it was wonderful. This was, I was able uh, to watch all the blacked out games on TV that I normally because we have cable up there. We don't have cable down here. We have cable up there. <laughs> then I watched on my phone up there. I was watching like four different things. So I pretty much watched every game. It was great. Which uh, this week was definitely a high watermark of like great games. Uh, next week, we'll do our picks on next episode. But next week looks like it has some just rough rough like matchups like it doesn't look like there's i'm looking at the schedule for next week maybe like two if that like it's next week looks like it's gonna be a bad bad week but this week uh week 10 in the books pretty much every let's see every game at least had something to it you know like something interesting about it maybe uh like Chiefs Jaguars. I was gonna say Chiefs Jaguars was pretty simple. Yeah, maybe like Saints Steelers. Uh, every other game, I like found something to enjoy out of the. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, before we dive into the games game by game, we'll just do an overall of the week. The Dolphins might be, I think, the Dolphins and Bears might be the two teams I watch and look forward to the most that aren't my teams. Like that's fair. I mean, the Dolphins. Uh, how people are still doubting Tua? Oh, I don't. I don't understand. I don't don't get it. I don't get it, dude. He since he's came back from injury, he has had three weeks where he has been seventy-eight to eighty-two percent like completion percentage. That is insane. Like he reminds me so much of Drew Brees when he's playing. It is ridiculous. Like he has a water pistol for an arm, but he just like nickel and dime picks you apart just Water all over pistol. the field. <laughs> but, and then uh, we'll talk about that Vikings bills game, but I don't know how anybody can say Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the league. When Tyreek Hill is over here, like, Oh, 100%. It's, it's crazy. And I've I mean, Jeff, seen Jefferson's Jefferson's really good, but I mean, there's a couple people I take over him right now, uh-huh. but um, yeah, Tua, Tua and Hill again, that, that duo. Oof. Well, Oof. I've I mean, also well, him and Waddle too, but like, I mean, he, we'll, we'll get into that game, that, that game, that game's great. That was well, my favorite game to watch outside of the, the ending of the Buffalo bills game. Yeah. And, uh, uh, 
everybody's like losing their shit over Justin Jefferson, but we've already seen a game this season where he's just been completely shut out by like the best corner in the league, uh, Darius Slay, when they played this, the Eagles. He was non-existent in this game or in that game. I've never seen a game where Tyreek Hill hasn't been a factor. Like, it just seems like he's unstoppable. You can't, there's nothing you can do to stop him because he'll just, again, every pass to a throws to him deep is underthrown. He stops, comes back to the ball, and then still outruns the guy covering him. It's it's insane. I don't know how he's doing it, but, uh, you know what? one of the fastest players in the NFL ever. Uh, it's crazy. You know what? Let's just start with that game. Uh, yeah. Let's the please. Dolphins yeah. win 39 to 17. Uh, because we, we didn't go through our picks, we both picked the Dolphins. Because, um, we'll, we'll, let's just as we talk about the games, let's just say who we picked off the bat. Uh, okay. we both picked Dolphins for this one, yes. And we tied this week 7 7. Only difference, it was not a good week for us, that everybody. <laughs> no, we had a bad week 7 and 7, but we have different picks for tonight. So whoever wins tonight wins this week. Uh, ooh. Well, I, well, we already know what's going to happen. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared. This was a weird week. All the you, favorites lost. Undefeated. I know. Yes. I'm anyway. Scared. Okay. So, uh, so Tua, Tua Tungavailoa, 25 for 32, 285, three touchdowns. Uh, Jeffrey Wilson, the running back they got from the 49ers, uh, just went off like 17 for 119, one touchdown. I then, picked him up in fantasy leading into this game, and I played him. Ooh, oh boy. I mean, <laughs> great call. Great call. Uh, also, Moat starts uh, eight for 65, one touchdown, but Jalen Waddle, four for 66. Trent Shearfield. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know. Four Some for guy. 63, one touchdown. Tyreek Hill, 541, one touchdown. Alec Ingold, I don't know who that is. Four for 45, one touchdown. Yeah, but he, he, that's why I wanted to really talk about this. Is he hit everybody? It like when I was saying, oh, him and Hill, but no, he really he went everybody. He targeted everybody. And it was, it was, it was great. It, and it that- was great. I mean, and that the the Dolphins offense is insane, but that defense, I mean, they're not, I, I've seen game, we've seen games, obviously, where they just give up, you know, ungodly amounts of points or whatever. But when they start get go, when they start to get going, they're fun to watch. I, I oh, really like sure. this Dolphins team. I Me think too. they're really, they're 22nd um, I'll in be honest, points allowed. Uh, I, I know i I still have the Bills winning the Super Bowl because I think they'll figure it out. Josh Allen can have a couple bad games, but he's that's a good organization. But I think I I honestly think Miami will win, may win this division. Yeah. Well, we can talk about this because we were talking about this uh yesterday, where it's like the Bills losing that game when they lost it. Uh, and the other teams winning, right? The the or the Jets run a bye week, but the Jets obviously beat Buffalo, and then the Dolphins yeah, have beat Buffalo. Buffalo's in the third spot right now in the division, dude. They'd be the seventh wild card. They'd be the last wild card. No, team. they're they're six still because Chargers lost. Oh, okay. So they're six. Chargers are seven. Patriots are. If if they come back and then win, I think it, them and the Chargers would have the same record. No. 
if they both win next week, then they have the same record. Right now, they currently have the same record. I think I'd have to check. Anyway, but still dropping from dropping from number one seed home field advantage throughout the playoffs to the sixth spot in the AFC playoffs, where you're most likely going to have to go to Kansas City. You're going to have to go to Miami. You're going to have to go maybe to Baltimore or to Cincinnati. Like what a just. And I mean, we'll talk about that game when we get to it, but that Bills Vikings game, I watched every second of it. The Bills lost that game. I don't know how you can give the Vikings credit for winning it. The Bills shot themselves in the foot okay. so many times. Ugh. I, uh, yeah, no, this 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 week was just fun. This was fun football. <laughs> you want to just um, jump to it, that game? That be yeah, the biggest I mean, game I mean, of the week. Yeah, yeah. So I mean the Dolphins. Browns Browns didn't play horrible they had some decent numbers but they're just playing a juggernaut of a team like that's pretty much again I still think I even with the three and six record I think Cleveland's a good team they just don't know how to win games this week they were just outplayed that was that was it oh, they were yeah. just outplayed they had a but they went against a better team two is legit I know that you asked me last episode if he's an elite quarterback I still he he's got to get through this year do well in the playoffs and if he starts off next year good like say he goes four and two next year, he's he's the he's the real deal. But he's got to have a good rest of this year and a good start of next year, so he's not like having a hangover. And then yeah. I'll call him an elite quarterback in the league, top five. Um. So anyway, moving on, he was great, hit everybody. I wish Let's- the uh, the Browns. I agree with you. They aren't. I don't really feel like there's a bad team this year because even the Dolphins and Texans or the uh, Lions and Texans, they still fight teams. every week. Like they still are, are playing competitive. The Raiders games. may be the worst team. Oh, that's, but still the Raiders are playing competitive games too. They just, again, shoot themselves in the foot like the bills did, but I wish the Dolphins were better. So they were funner to root against when they get Watson back. Because when they get Watson back, if they were still in the mix of things, I feel like it'd be funner to root against them. I'm good. My dog scared the shit out of me. <laughs> he was under my chair, and there was a noise outside. I didn't know he was under my chair. But that let's... <laughs> I wish I would have gotten a picture of your reaction to that. But <laughs> let's move just from uh, one AFC East team to the next, which is the game of the, the weekend, which was game just year, absolutely probably. insane. Game of the year contender, I think, 100%. Uh, eight and one Minnesota Vikings beat the six and three Buffalo Bills 33 to 30. Kirk Cousins, 30 for 50, 357, one touchdown, two INTs. Josh Allen, 29, 43, 330, one touchdown, two INTs. The last INT coming when they were driving downfield, and that's what sealed the game for the Vikings. He also had a fumble in his own end zone because he mishandled the snap or the center mishandled the snap. They yeah, fumble so let's it. just let's just dive into the last minute of this game. So it was Ugh. a great game. It was a great game back and forth. Oh, yeah. Really good game. It was fun to watch. Um, Bills went out hard, and then the Vikings had to fight their way back like they typically have to. I don't know what's going on with my dog. <laughs> One sec. All right. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, they, they both put up. I mean, a lot of – they threw the ball a lot. 
combined they threw 70 almost 100 times, times. yeah that's no, crazy was, yeah, yeah uh no more than that oh sorry i thought it was 30. they threw it 93 times 93 times not 73 times that that's ridiculous but all right so give us the breakdown <laughs> of the last minute 40 so, seconds of this game i mean first off we have to talk about i don't know how anybody's even uh saying it's in contention for anything else the best catch i've ever seen in my entire life oh, of watching football 100 that odell beckham catch get it the fuck out of here this was the best catch i've ever seen in my life because at no point during him catching it was i like he caught that he literally the bills defender who i heard was uh or i read somewhere that it was like a guy who just converted to safety and this was like his first game ever at safety so he's trying to play like hero ball which is like fourth and 18 or something like that and it's why are you trying to intercept that ball and not just smacking the absolute shit out of it that's the number one people are saying this is why they're saying that that he's the best Yeah, because the Bills defender has the ball in his hand. Justin Jefferson, like, hooks the ball out of the guy's hand, rolls down on the ground with it, and, like, secures the catch. Doesn't even come close, the ball, I mean, to, like, touching the ground. And it's just, I've never seen a catch like this. It was fully in the Bills Bills guy's hands. And Justin Jefferson, with his elbow, like, rips it out, catches it, fourth down conversion but then they keep going down the field it's fourth and one at the goal line maybe even fourth and inches and Kirk Cousins does if that was one of the greatest catches I've ever seen one of the worst (laughs) QB sneaks I've ever seen in my life all you have to do is get the ball to cross the plane like nobody can knock it out of your hand it wouldn't be a fumble the second it breaks the plane you're good so he just like holds the ball falls forward and then when he's on the ground he like sticks it behind him like what are you doing there was nobody nobody was like pushing him behind it didn't even look like he went the the, the running back tried to push him behind but it looked like he missed him completely and just ran into the linebacker it's and then we have that play beforehand i can't mean i can't remember if it was second or third down where his own lineman stepped on his foot and like he just fell directly backwards yeah. a play that had also happened earlier in the game which i've only ever seen in like uh college football when like a bad team will do that i've never seen that in the nfl where not once but twice your own lineman steps on your foot after you snap I, it I, i've seen like, it every now and then that's insane maybe like maybe maybe once maybe twice a year i i see that on one team one game where like the the center goes back too quickly and messes with them but, but have like, you ever seen a guard it was the guard that stepped on his foot oh no i no i know what you're saying i'm just saying like one of the linemen stopping the quarterback from moving or yeah. tripping or whatever but yeah it's that's a rare thing uh to see um but yeah all right also, so then also uh, new rule just with quarterbacks in college but especially in the nfl when you're falling to the ground unless it's fourth down end of the game don't try to throw the ball we've seen this so many times oh, every right. game every week somebody's a quarterback's falling to the ground and they just chuck it so the first time Kirk Cousins gets stepped on his foot he's falling to the ground and he just tries to shovel pass 
the the ball to I believe it was Cook at the time, and it's a fumble, and luckily Cook like recovers it. But it's like, why would quarterbacks are falling to the ground? Do they all of a sudden just just like not even try to throw it, just literally just try to shovel the ball like away from them? Like when no, has that ever worked? It when has it ever worked? It doesn't work. If when it's not planned, it doesn't work. No. And then the uh so the Vikings get stopped on the goal line. And right then I was like, oh my God, like the talk of this thing is gonna be how I was messaging you it like Kirk Cousins lost them this game with two of the dumbest plays I've ever seen in my life. And then immediately they all their sins get cleansed by Josh Allen or the center. I don't know which one it was, fumbling it was the handoff yeah. in the end zone, and then the Vikings recover the ball in the end zone, get the touchdown they were trying to get, and then the game goes to OT. They go down the field immediately, get a field goal. The Bills, I mean, they're driving, and it looks like they're just leisurely getting 20 20 yard passes every five seconds and before it even got to ot like it was the same thing they had to come back down with like less than 40 seconds to get into field goal range no timeouts they get down there they get it out of bounds they get the field goal then it goes to ot so you know that was wild amongst itself yeah Uh, i mean then in ot was just wow just just wow and then Josh Allen throws just an absolute garbage, garbage I INT. I don't see. They're already in field goal range. They can tie it and, you know, potentially get a tie or something. But they are obviously going to go for the touchdown here. They were going to take the loss or get the touchdown. Um, there was nobody around. I mean, there was a no. guy be, at, behind that ball, but you would have to literally throw it through two defensive players yeah through. not not to try to squeeze it through you'd have to throw it through they were already standing there i don't i don't understand what he saw i don't understand what he was trying to do and again they already beat kansas city which is i mean i guess them and miami at this point are really the two teams they're fighting for like against to try to get home field advantage right because you only get one you only get one team from afc and nfc to have home field advantage throughout the playoffs so a tie what they always say like a win is plus one a loss is uh minus one and then a tie is like a half right so it like doesn't really matter if you get a tie it doesn't hurt you in the loss column it doesn't help you in the win column but it makes it so if they finish with the same record as the chiefs the bills still win because they have that half so best case scenario right there is or best case scenario is you win worst case scenario is you get a tie i don't know why he was trying to like lose that game right there like (laughs) that was i I don't know, man. What is going on with Josh Allen? Because this is, I think they flashed a stat or I read it after well, the fact. I was shocked that, that he played in the game. Oh, well, that was the thing. It was like the the line for this game toggled between seven and a half, six and a half. And then it when Josh Allen was out, it was like three and a half. And then it right like an hour before the game, it jumped and stayed at six and a half because Josh Allen it decided he was playing. I don't know what was wrong with him. He missed practice like the entire week, but he looked fine. Like in the game, oh, he, he, looked, he was he still wonderful. It. And I'll tell you right now, a lot of people in fantasy that, that use like the ESPN fantasy were pissed because I got the update. Um, I was um, 
I don't, I don't know why it told me I don't, I wasn't playing him or I don't, I don't have him, <laughs> but it still popped up as saying players out for fantasy this week, notable players, da da da, And Josh Allen was one. And this was, I don't know, right towards the end of the game in, in Germany. That was it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, you know, Kirk Cousins or not Kirk Cousins, um, Case Keenum's going to come in and Okay. That, that's well, we be. talked about that. We attempted to record our second podcast and we like, like three times. Yeah. We, we do and... care about you, everybody. We're, we're just, <laughs> but during got, our third time, we tried to record it like, I think like around like 2 p.m. Friday or something like that. And we had it on the show where it was like breaking news within like 15 minutes of us started recording where Josh Allen was officially ruled out. It was going to be Case Keenum. And we talked about that on the show that we obviously didn't put out because our audio got fucked. But it was as as of Friday, it was like confirmed Allen is out. It's going to be Keenum. And then all of a sudden, Sunday morning, like you're saying, at what, like 9.30? It's like, oh, Josh Allen is in. He's playing. He's fine. Like, they're not even going to limit his snap count because he threw 43 times. And their their running game actually didn't look that bad. I mean, Singletary had a couple nice runs in that game. He had two touchdowns. Allen had just... If you're a Vikings fan, you had to be watching that just being like, how the fuck can we stop this guy who is completing 20-yard passes at will and then he breaks off for a 25-yard run every time he starts to scramble? Like, again, I don't know. I, I But I, I text you this after I watched it. I think both these teams are worse now having watched this game because I don't know how either of them would have won or lost this game. Like, the oh, no, Vikings... I totally agree. Um, like, it's... I'm... I'm concerned for both teams going forward. They both didn't look that good. Was it because I don't think this was the case where you had two good teams just duking it out. There was just mistakes after mistakes after mistakes. I mean, and every the what there was four INTs in this game, and all four of them were just terrible, terrible like right. throws. I mean, I like, mean they ugh. let me get this straight. They are good teams. They're good teams. They might but, be the two best in their divisions. I mean, on any given week, but this week. Right. I mean, but when it comes to like being the, the Super Bowl team, I mean, Miami scared a lot of people. They look real good. Oh, man. No, that was just that game was fun. And it was funny because I had just gotten down the mountain in Utah <laughs> and I was like, OK, we're at the gas station. I'm filling up. Let me pull up red zone. And I pulled up red zone and I saw what was happening and you just start I, I get i finally get all your messages because i just got down the hill and i was like ding 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 ding, ding. Just, like i'm okay i'm watching. oh yeah i was blowing up your phone for the last like two and a half minutes of this game and so so i'm literally sitting there and and uh we got the kid out of the car seat she's eating lunch in the front seat with with Brittany as we're just sitting at the gas station and i've just got my phone and i'm like <laughs> and i'm just like what's going on oh and, and yeah the wife was annoyed heavily with me but um just because i i had it blaring and i'm freaking out and she's just like okay chill chill down it's like no you don't understand what's happening right now um that yeah that was that was super fun to watch um which and you know what into our next game because there was another game going on at that time that was close um unless you have anything more to say about this one besides 
Well, I I just feel like we're both uh, talking negative about these two teams, and I just want to clear the air on that. If I wasn't an Eagles fan and I just like liked football and didn't have a team, I feel like the two teams and two fan bases I would like the most would be the Vikings and the Bills fans. I feel like both these teams, I hope both of them win a Super Bowl sooner rather than later because I think they're they put their fan bases through so much, like almost almost and then it just doesn't happen and the vikings you know i mean that that 98 season where they're the best team maybe ever and then they like lose on a field goal to a team that that atlanta falcons team that was just like one of the most like how the fuck did this team get to the super bowl teams ever and then that's the team that got destroyed by the broncos but i mean and then the bills obviously i think the best ESPN 30 for 30 I've ever seen is the four falls of Buffalo yeah that that one detailing like that whole thing it makes me want to cry dude it's just just on the sports fan I know I'm I'm a Patriot fan they're in my division you know I they're not my least favorite team in the division um but the the Jets are but (laughs) uh I, I I watched that dude and I was it was obviously I wasn't crying that's not something that's gonna make me cry I've cried plenty in, in movies and BJ and I, we both do. Just yeah. throwing that out there for the viewers. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I definitely cried during Four Falls of Buffalo. I, I, I wasn't crying, but dude, like I was like, I had that like feeling here. And you're dude, just like, you, did, you didn't cry oh. during Four Falls of Buffalo when Dan Beebe is reading all the letters people have written to him over the years about like how much he means to them and stuff like that. You're heartless. I was fucking bawling my eyes out heartless. of that part. I was like, it was... <laughs> It it, it it was moving, but I wasn't crying. I didn't have a kid then. Now, everything now makes me cry. So it is what it is. But uh, I think uh, my team, if they, I feel like they're in the, I mean, especially after the past couple of weeks, they're in the top five of teams, I think are like really the only five that could actually win a fucking Super Bowl this year. Because everybody else just seems like they're hot and cold every other fucking week. But if my team was out of it and there was no shot of them in the playoffs, I would definitely be rooting for these two teams. Like, I just think Josh Allen's likable. I like this whole Bills team. And then for the Vikings. I mean, I I don't like the Eagles, but, you know, if they won, that'd be cool for you. But, um, and that you know, that'd make me happy. But uh, in my my own family, my, my brother... Uh, both my brothers um, and a couple of my family members, they're not too happy that I'm, I say, you know, I wouldn't see if the Bills, I wouldn't mind if the Bills won the Super Bowl. They're like, no, you're, you're not a true Patriots fan. And I'm like, eh, whatever. But I have a lot of Bills, uh, Bill fan friends, a lot. I probably, it's 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 scary. I, I have probably be like 12 f- friends that I talk to like at least once a month that are Bills fans yeah that that's a lot and i i want them i want to see them (laughs) smile for once (laughs) see that's funny that you say that because i feel like i know a lot of people like co-workers friends former co-workers who are vikings fans so that's weird that you know a bunch of i don't know any vikings fan i don't know i know and you know what all of them are great i've never met a like a vikings fan or a bills fan who are like obnoxious assholes I have one Bills fan that I don't care about, um, but I worked with him for five years and he was a total tool. Besides that, you know, and even then, like he's a he's from Buffalo. He's a diehard Buffalo fan. 
I would still be even happy for that guy, even though he's a complete <laughs> prick. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, when they, even when they before they had Josh Allen and I was working there about seven years ago, eight years ago, whatever, he was so passionate when they were like a three win team. And yeah, I got to give it to him. Got to give it to him. Anyway. <laughs> uh, um, I yeah. feel like, and I feel like in my division, like you just said, you kind of root for the Bills, even though you're a Patriots fan. I kind of root for the Commanders because I don't, in my lifetime, they've never really been like a threat or like really anything. It's always been either Giants or Cowboys, and I despise both those teams. But Commanders, I'm always kind of like, I, I don't mind them. I kind of like them. I love Tyler Heineke. So tonight, if he, if he, if, Tyler Heineke is the one to beat the Eagles. I'll be like, okay. Because uh, again, go a, you'll go have a um, uh, an off-brand Heineke beer. Yes, I will drink a Heineken beer. on the show in salute to him if he beats the Eagles. Again, I don't want the Eagles to go undefeated. I don't want that pressure going no, into the playoffs. No, 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 one hundred percent. You need a loss. You need a I, loss. And them losing to Heineke, uh, the rest loss. of the, the games on the schedule, this is the one I'm fine with. If they lose tonight, I will breathe a giant sigh of relief, and then the actual season will start. See, but I, I See, I love that. Like, you're <sighs> thinking as a true fan. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit if they go undefeated. No. I want a loss. Dude, I need a loss. I've done this rant a million times. I won't do it again. Nobody gives a fuck about the 1972 Dolphins. No one gives a fuck. No. Only the t- people on that team think they're the greatest team ever because they went undefeated. I, I could mean, name 25 teams I'd put ahead of them. I mean, when, when the Patriots, when they went undefeated and, and until they got beat in the Super Bowl, I wasn't so mad that their undefeated season went down. I was mad that they lost the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, like exactly, dude. If I they would have lost, they go undefeated. I just want give me the one thing that you know everybody wants. They win the Super Bowl. I don't care if they went undefeated. I don't think anybody cares that they went undefeated. No, if they would have lost to the Giants in that last regular season game, but then beat them in the Super Bowl, people would have been calling that team the best team ever. Like hands down, I think. But I mean, in my mind, they're still top three best teams ever assembled. In my mind, I mean, I put them top ten just because they didn't win the Super Bowl. But okay, I don't fair. disagree with you. I think that is one. Of, that's one of the best in my lifetime of watching football. I think that's the best team I've ever seen. Like uh, in terms yes, in, of in in our lifetime, I would agree. Yeah. Yes. And that and that's crazy that that team didn't win the Super Bowl and many other versions of that team did. But that still was like, dude. Everybody forgets like they were fucking crushing teams that entire season. It was like not close well they gave they finally gave brady a, a long a deep threat in randy moss an actual good deep threat anyway yeah. moving on man th- this is this is a good podcast um, <laughs> um all right which uh, game did you want to throw it to casino tampa seattle since we're talking about brady and doing his awesome awesomeness which he just hit another mile marker he's the only quarterback to win in four different countries i mean couldn't happen to uh uh more single guy but let's stop. uh it doesn't bother me <laughs> you're trying to get a rise out of me every time it doesn't it doesn't phase me man which did you see the report today that while tom brady was in germany his wife was with her like Tybo instructor or something like that in at Ooh, some beach i didn't so i wonder if um well i know that i mean this divorce has been going on a long time they probably as soon as he resigned 
uh, you know, a year ago or whatever, he was he probably unretired because he knew that he was getting a divorce. So he said, you know, fuck you. Yeah. But, um, so it's been going a long time. So let's see how long have these two been together? This Thai bow instructor and uh, I don't know if it's Thai bow. Let me try to find this, it. This uh, martial art, uh, yoga, body fitness professional. Mm, keep saying words. I don't um, know. I'm trying to find it. I'm just gonna Google it. But um, <laughs> for the for the game, which Tom, which did happen in Germany. Uh, apparently like 800,000 people tried to get tickets to this game. And this is maybe one of the only overseas games that was actually pretty good. Like I actually, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed watching this game, obviously. So in this pick, um, by the way, last pick, I picked Buffalo BJ picked, uh, will picked, um, I gotta say BJ. I just can't say will. I don't care. Uh, you picked Minnesota this game, yeah, but I it... actually, I picked Seattle. I think you did too. We both pick Seahawks. I yep. thought I thought they were gonna. I mean, it was a good game. And the uh, the Seahawks, like they were down pretty much the whole game, and then it just like I don't know, man. I still uh, I don't know why people are looking at this game as like uh, thumbs down to Geno, and now being like, no way he could be MVP. I mean, I don't think he was gonna win MVP anyways. 20, but he went twenty three for thirty three, um, two touchdowns, two hundred seventy five yards. Uh, he's rushing 22 yards on four attempts. Like, he, and he's no, 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 inter- no interceptions. He had a good game and he started leading them back at the end. And there was like, uh-huh, like there was a part of me where it was just like, is he going to really beat Tom Brady? Like in Germany, like that'll be, I mean, that would have made him closer to, I still don't think there's any shot. He wins MVP. I no. really think at this point it's down to two for MVP. I really think it's either Mahomes or Hurts. And that really just comes down to where they're at at the end of the season. I think Josh Allen in the past three weeks has played himself out of it. I think Tyreek Hill probably deserves to be MVP, but they're always going to give it to a quarterback. So he, he will be within conversation though, Tyreek Hill. Oh, I, I, I'd vote for him. I'd vote for him number one. And then probably Mahomes and Hurts right now, I would, I would have to Hertz. see the rest of the season. I would probably go Hurts, then Hill. I, I can interchange those two right now. But uh, that that's another topic. But um, yeah, I mean, and then Tom Brady. So I gave you uh, Geno Smith's uh, stats. Tom Brady, 22 for 29, two touchdowns, one interception, 258. So they were essentially, essentially the same. I mean, you could actually say... Um, and it was jujitsu instructor. I, 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 that was the last one I said. There you yeah. go. You knew. You knew. I knew it. I knew it. Um, it's like I. It's like I do sports podcasts for life. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, I don't know where that came from, but um, I mean, essentially, so they had pretty much the same stats outside of Brady had an interception, um, and that and, wasn't even a bad interception on him. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that Geno Smith played better than Brady if you look only at the stats. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it it was a good, fun game to watch. Uh, but really, in this game, it came down to the Buccaneers finally found like a run game. So, I mean, which 
if they didn't find a run game against Seattle, which is one of the worst defenses across the board in the league, which is surprising considering they still only held or they held the Bucks to 21 points, but that's because the Bucks also are one of the worst offenses because they can't score touchdowns. But by by the way, also Brady had uh, six rushing attempts for negative three yards. <laughs> and then he also had that hilarious uh what is it where they put him out wide for a pass and then he falls down and the guy intercepts it. Okay, I will say this though. That was the turf. If you watch it, <laughs> if you watch it, it's literally like a full slab, a full like dinner placemat size slab of grass that just flies out from underneath his foot. Was he going to make that catch? No, he didn't look in position. He was already falling backwards, but that people were like, Oh, like, he looked like baby on ice boy. I like using that. Word. <laughs> uh, but that was r- really bad on the turf. And they kept showing back to the turf. It was like a clean slab. It was like, yeah, somebody went over there with a razor blade and was just like, but my question right here, I feel like every team Brady is on, they try to do this play once a season. Why are you sending out a 145 year old Tom Brady on the edge to try to win a jump ball with a 23-year-old Seahawks safety. So the like the only I've only ever seen it work twice. Um <laughs> it was two times before the the what's called the Philly special now when they did it in the Super Bowl. Um I saw it be successful twice with Brady beforehand, probably two out of three times, you know, I, I or something like that. I've, I've seen that play work before. He loves this like, play. Right. And then so when it didn't work for him in the Super Bowl against the Eagles, it was like, okay, you know, just you're not quick enough anymore. Just stop. You know, you already run a slow 40. Don't make it, don't make it worse. <laughs> and then. Um, well, the Super Bowl, every, that and, one and, wasn't and then, on him. That was like overthrown. That was, that was, yeah, that was overthrown. That wasn't on him at all. But it was like, okay, you need to stop. But then you're right. He did it, try to multiple times since then it's just like dude you gotta stop man (laughs) i mean it's it's a huge play when it happens but the success rate yeah yesterday's was bad yesterday was real bad because even like like you're saying i don't think he would have made it made the catch regardless but uh, no because again the guy was right there like i don't even get why the guy threw the ball to him anyways he He should have just thrown it in the Brady may have been lucky that the grass came out from underneath him because he he got rocked he would have got rocked (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i will i will say that so but no this game was really fun to watch i enjoyed every second of this game um this was this was one of the main games that i was i was keeping an eye on uh on my phone um and uh yeah i I don't really have much else to say besides, you know, congrats to Brady for winning in four different countries, which is crazy. I mean, that is crazy. But also uh, what we saw from the Falcons on Thursday night, what we saw from the Saints, Saints in contention for maybe worst team in the league. And then the other team in that division is the Panthers, who are also in contention for worst team in the league. I think now with the Falcons faltering and – the Tampa Bay Bucks looking to get a little healthier. Can they sustain this run game? Because Ricard White had 22 for 105, and then Fournette had 14 for 57 and a touchdown. If they can get around 100 to 150 yards a game, which is probably easier said than done, like this is, you know, Brady finally started throwing touchdowns again. They got back uh, Godwin, I believe. 
Julio yeah. Jones Dude, looked like Godwin had a, his former Godwin self. Had a pretty good game. So uh, he's got he's got weapons. Yeah, Godwin had the the most targets, uh, six reception for seventy one yards. Like, and you know Godwin's Evans Jones in that order. But um, and that's what you want to see. That, that's, that's exactly how you want to see it. Run run down. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this game. Um, for those who didn't watch this, if you're able to, just if you, it does, it is a little low scoring, um, and not nothing happened really outside of a field goal in the third. Nothing happened in the first, uh, but it, it it was a very fun game to watch because both of these quarterbacks played good games. Yeah, and uh, do you think this is the Bucks finally taking control of that uh, NFC South and winning it when everybody thought they would? Uh, I mean, I think we've been saying that regardless, I don't, I don't recall us ever not saying, but uh, they're going to win the division still. Uh, yeah. Is it going to be pretty? No. Um, are the Falcons going to contend? Yeah, but it's not going to, the Bucks are slightly better. And I think that, you know, it's sad that they're going to win the division probably at a, a nine and eight record. You were saying, yeah, Niner. I feel like they're like a, they have ten and seven written all over them. Ten and but, seven, nine and eight, something like ten and seven at best, in my opinion. Right. Well, now. let's actually let's look at their schedule for the Bucks because we are week ten going into week eleven. So they, got a they bye week coming up, by the way. So next week they have a bye week, which is probably good because oh, they yeah. get all the the healthy players back and stuff like that. Then they play the Browns and the Saints. Uh, Brady finally overcame his where the Saints destroy him every time for some reason. So I feel like those are two wins. So they're seven and five. Then they play the 49ers. I feel like that's a loss. And mm-hmm. then they play the Bengals. I could see that being a toss up either way. And then it's the Cardinals, Bucks, Falcons. So I could see them winning those three. You so Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. Or sorry, yeah, Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. So I could see them going what? One, two, three, so four, two more, five, so and two. And seven. Yeah. So, yeah, 10 and seven. 10 and seven. Yeah. Probably. So, I would actually probably, after reading that, I'm saying they'll probably fuck up one of the Saints, Cardinals, eight, like Panthers, or Falcons. So, I'm agreeing with you. I think nine and eight. But I think nine and eight wins that division because I don't oh, think. I just said that. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me. <laughs> well, let's see anyway. what the Falcons have up. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, let's see the Falcons. And this will be oh. a good segue into the Falcons game. But the Falcons, they could go they could only lose one the rest of the way. They have Bears, Commanders, Steelers, Saints, Ravens, Falcon or uh, Cardinals, Bucks. So they what? Lose to probably the Bucks and then uh, the, the Ravens? Bears, Bears and Ravens. I and mean, then I do think I think the Bears are pretty good despite their record. They're they're starting to figure it out. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe, so maybe it is still a kind of closer race than we think between the Bucks and the Falcons. Who would have thought that the last game of the season, Bucks Falcons would be maybe important. It may be, it may be the deciding factor who wins that division. Win or go home. Uh, but yeah, so let's move. Oh, well, the Falcons Panthers game was on Thursday. We didn't, uh, yeah. we talked about that on the last episode. I don't think that didn't get released. We, we tried to talk to about it, about it on the last episode yeah we forgot about that game and it rightfully so 
anyway yeah i don't think there's anything to write home about i feel like that was a rough rough mariota game as two mariota fans that was a tough game to defend him on but i mean he's hot or cold he's not elite he's just above average to good right uh uh, but let's move on to maybe the most interesting off the field game of the week which is the now four five and one colts beating the two and seven raiders jeff saturday coach of the year coach of the year candidate casino yeah 100 percent coach of the year so we did we talked about this obviously on the podcast we didn't release but jeff saturday gets hired for or no did we talk we might have talked about this on the first podcast last week possibly because no I he think got we hired on, about it on sunday yeah but anyways it doesn't matter so he appointed some guy who had never called offensive plays before he benched sam ellinger and then he put matt ryan in like right before the game and all this made everybody go like what the fuck are you doing and then of course he has that tweet that says the the Raiders look really bad like a week before he gets hired. His first opponent is the Raiders. And then he backed up that statement because the Raiders did look really bad and he beat them 25 to 20. This was, I mean, how does this happen, Casino? How does I don't this know, happen? But I'm loving every second of it because I'm still trying to go to the, the Patriots uh, Raiders game here on uh, December 18th. And I'm just watching right now. My buddy uh, sent me, for the next game, Raiders Denver is down to $99 in, in Denver. So you think by the time it gets to Patriots, they're just going to be giving away tickets? Pretty much. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of banking on this. This, this will be phenomenal. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I know that I shouldn't be because they're my, you know, they're, even though I'm not a Raiders fan, but they are the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, yeah. Like I'm drooling every time that they lose. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not cheering for them to lose. But every time they lose, I'm just like, oh, yeah, (laughs) that that was phenomenal. That's great for me. (laughs) Let's see. What is the Raiders schedule looking like before that game? So they play the Broncos next. They play the Seahawks, the Chargers and the Rams before the Patriots. I think they lose every single one of those games. There's no way they beat any of those teams. And then they play your patriots the steelers the 49ers the chiefs i honestly don't think they beat the steelers either so is there one win in there let's call a fluke win let's just say at best a fluke win they're (laughs) they're three and 14 three and 14 dear god I mean, we thought the Raiders would be contending for that last wildcard spot, but they are, honestly, them and the Broncos are really the only two teams, maybe the Jaguars, but at least they have like Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson, and they're like kind of interesting. I think the Raiders and Broncos are maybe the only two like teams that, oh, you know what? Throw the Saints in there. Saints, Broncos, Raiders are the least interesting teams to watch. Do you have any other teams to throw in that mix? Did you Where there's just Houston? like nothing to get out of Did you of say it. Houston? I feel like Houston's at least entertaining. They got that rookie running back. They got Pierce. They got Mills, who I think is fine. Right. Well, uh, okay. So, you know what? No, I, I think you're pretty spot on then. Because Lions are fun to watch. They have a great offense. Bears, great offense. Browns, great running game. They have a decent defense. Uh. 
Falcons, they have the Mariota thing. Panthers, now they have that like crazy running game they got going up there. I really think it's like Raiders, you're just watching to see it, how they lose or Devontae Adams. But even then, it's just like, it's painful to watch. I don't know. And again, I feel like the same as you. I'm not a Raiders fan. My dad's a Raiders fan. And they're like now are technically our home team. So I feel like we kind of got a root for them. But I mean, I don't want them to do bad, but I'm not I'm not going uh, rooting for them any 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 time. Yeah, I'm not out I'd, there rooting for them, but I would I, I would be OK if they did good. I would want them to do better than the Broncos because the Broncos are such just eyesores to watch at this point, which let's move over to that game casino. Your favorite game of the weekend. Of course it is. The 17 to 10 uh Tennessee Titans now six and three beat the now three and six Denver Broncos 17 to 10 in what was I I uh watched the I got that NFL plus thing or whatever so I watched the condensed version of this game they could have condensed it more to three minutes this game was boring it was rough like Russell Wilson, I, did he just forget to play football? Like, does he just not understand the game of football he, anymore? I don't think he understands the game of football anymore. It's, it's, he's, he, he's, I love to see that he is all about Russ first, his brand. And dude, you can't have a brand if you're not going to play well. And he, has he had one good game this season? Like, just one. I'm clicking on him now. Do you think he has had, one which you would consider one good game this season casino before you even look at it. no no so let's see he has had um maybe the only the only two games where he has over a hundred percent rating or a hundred rating is week one where he was 69, hey, completion hey. percentage, 341 touchdown, but they lost to the Seahawks. So I feel like you can't have a good game and a loss, right? Like, or maybe you can. No, but eh, maybe. And then but the anyway. only other good game he's had is October 2nd at the Raiders, where he was 68% per, uh, completion was percentage. 237, two touchdowns, took the words out of my mouth. It's the Raiders, maybe worst team in the league. So every I mean, other... He went, he, yeah, he went 21 for 42. So he was 50%. Uh, <sighs> one touchdown, one INT. Uh, but he also got sacked six times. Um, so I think, I just think Denver's bad. Tennessee, I, I'm kind of wondering how they're six and three. Dude, I have no idea. But then again, we saw them in that Chiefs game where literally if they had Ryan Tannehill in that game, yeah. I really think they win that game by right. 10 points. And that's where I want to transition to next because this wasn't the Henry game. Henry went 19 attempts for only 53 yards, no touchdowns. Well, because that Broncos defense is legit. They're they're right. good. Yeah, and, and that's what I was going to try to, to put it on. Um, and then, so if Tannehill didn't come back in this game, Broncos would have won this game. Uh, but mm -hmm. Tannehill didn't even have a good outing. He was 19 for 36, two touchdowns. I mean, 19 for 36, that's that's not that great. Um, that That's two throws away from being – two misses away from being 50%. Um, yeah. But he did go uh, 250 yards, two touchdowns. He did enough, but 
I just think the Broncos are that bad that Tennessee was able to win this game because they have they were able they were able to stop the run game, and yeah. so they did what they needed to do. They stopped the Titans' offense pretty much, but Russell I mean, Wilson lost them the game. Well, especially where uh, we've talked about this with Derrick Henry, like he gets 19 carries for uh, 53 yards. Usually he's up in the 30, 35 carries per game. So they miss that where uh, Ryan Tannehill was in the game and he had that great flea flicker where the entire Broncos defense bit because they thought Derrick Henry is getting the ball because why wouldn't they? And that was like... One of the his two touchdowns, great play, great execution. Yeah, that was to, to, uh, I can never say something. Westbrook, uh, a kind Westbrook, Nick, Nick Westbrook, yeah, yeah, uh, but <laughs> um, no, but the the this Titans team, like with Tanhill <laughs> in the mix. They can play great defense. They can run the ball. And then they have just enough at quarterback where this team, the Titans are the AFC's 49ers. Like, yeah, that's, you, that's a good statement. You don't trust the quarterback at all. They have, they don't have as many offensive weapons as the 49ers, but they just like get the job done. They somehow they win. Play yeah. Great defense. I mean, again, last, last year, Tennessee, number one seed, best in the AFC. How? And, nobody knows <laughs> i mean outside of henry it's like okay like what, what stood out like everybody was just mediocre outside of henry what's fucking what's crazy to think about they were the number one seed last uh, year if Tannehill was in the chiefs game and they beat the chiefs today they would have been number one seed in the afc <laughs> like that's that's crazy but titans i don't know i just feel like they're again like you look at their record and you're just like how like how are they this good but mike vrabel is a damn good coach like i love mike vrabel so much and this is not just because he played for the patriots for years under belichick i just like his style he the players seem to love playing for him he just seems like a good coach you look at him you go oh yeah he's a coach like he just looks like a coach he carries himself as a coach and he doesn't make dumbass coaching decisions yeah he's not He's not trying to play outside of his means. He's like, oh, you know, fourth and three at the 19-yard line. Should we go for it or get the field goal? You know what? Let's just get the field goal. You know, we have some time. Let's. let's, let's we know we can play defense and yeah. run the clock out. Like, yeah. that's – and that's how you win games. Like, so he, I mean, not he probably learned some of that from Belichick because Belichick is still one of the better game time managers out there. Um, but – yeah, he's just he's a phenomenal coach. I I I root for the Titans every year as soon as when Vrabel became part of their team and I I like seeing him do well. So Yeah. But let's move over to the Chiefs Jaguars game. The Chiefs now 7 and 2, won 27 to 17 against the now 3 and 7 Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh Jaguars again, one of those bad teams that's just feisty. This game felt and was a lot oh, closer yeah. than this final score indicates. Uh but I mean, and the Chiefs definitely started off strong and then Jaguars had to fight Claw, claw their way back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Oh, I yeah. see. Oh, if you didn't know it. I'm a dad. <laughs> because Trevor Lawrence yelling in the background. 
Oh, no. But go ahead, Casino. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he had a pretty good game. Uh, he, again, 29 for 40, just like a lot of decent quarterbacks out there on decent teams. Uh, didn't play bad. He just got the other team was better. That that was all it was because he played pretty good. Uh, 29 for 40, uh, two touchdowns, 260 yards, just a, a yard shy of 260 yards. Um, ran the ball four times for 26 yards. Like he had a good game. He just he had a good game. It's just who's better? The Chiefs are better. Yeah, That's all it was. That's just all it really kind of came down to. I didn't watch a lot of this game. They didn't put a lot of this game up on red zone. No, um, they just kept showing when Patrick Mahomes would throw another touchdown. Like yeah, that was he, the he, only times they kept cutting to this game. Yeah, he 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 threw four touchdowns again. Number one receiver being Travis Kelsey. Um, oh, but uh, that hit on Juju Smith Schuster that yes, was fucking I scary. About, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, because whenever somebody gets hit, uh, if they give, just give, get give a give a breakdown of that for the for the audience, please. So. I mean, it, and this wasn't right. When they say a quarterback throws it to a receiver over the middle, that's called like a murder ball, right? Because he knows yeah, he's going to get lit up. It's, it's murder ball, suicide pass, or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, this was not one of those. He was like kind of out towards the sideline. And when he went up, when he came down, he just got leveled, leveled, like right, like helmet to helmet in the head. And then he's laying down on the ground and his like arms are up here, which they always say is like, the telltale sign of you have a concussion and it's like a bad one, right? Because you like, Think when you get Tua, such a severe if, if concussion a reference. Yeah. Yeah. Like the severe concussion makes it so your like motor skills don't work. So he like, wasn't moving his arms or legs that looked, and that hit looked brutal, brutal, especially oh, when they slowed it down and you just see the helmets. Least, yeah. He's out for at least a week. I would say give him at least two weeks. He, he got rocked. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think two weeks is minimum to be safe here. And well, this even, this looked like me, the... you, you can even talk me into him being out for three weeks. Like, that's how bad this hit was. Yeah, this looked like the Tua hit, right? Where he was just like, uh, I didn't see when they got him up or whatever, because I think they went to commercial. And by the time well, they I mean, got back, he was well, out. When, but... when Tua went down um, and, and lost his motor skills, that was just he went backwards and, and hit his head on the ground right yeah this one was just oh man just bad bad uh let's see if there's been any updates i don't think there has been uh let's check that they just just says he's in concussion protocol uh yeah. yeah that's all i see okay well i mean I'm glad there's not worse news, but I wish there was more news like, oh, he's fine now and he's up and walking around and stuff like that because that was brutal, brutal. Uh, But as far as back to the football end of things, it really does feel like this Chiefs team, It I don't know why, it kind of feels to me like the Titans team, but like kind of on the other spectrum where they really don't have a run game. I don't know what the hell happened to uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Is he injured or something? Is he out of the game? Is he, I mean, he had two targets. I don't for, for receiving. So I don't know what's going on. At least it's shown me that he had two targets. So he, uh, but again, like he's not injured, and it's all the sites are saying that 
He played four snaps, zero touches, and he's just been reduced every week. But he was actually having a really good season for a couple weeks there. He was like top five in rushing. So I don't know what has happened to him. It doesn't seem to be an injury. They just it has to it has to be something locker room yeah. related. I don't know behind, behind the scenes related where they're not going to give they're not giving him playing time because he didn't get one carry as a running no, back. No, which is no crazy. Carries. He had no carries. Uh, he had two targets receiving wise out of the four plays that he was in there, and he didn't catch either one of them. So I don't know the uh, Isaiah Pacquio. I don't know how to say that last name. Yeah, no, but another another one. Sixteen for eighty-two, zero touchdowns. But this Chiefs offense, where I say it feels like the Titans, it really feels like they are all like. It's all passing with Patrick Mahomes, right? And then 16 carries for 82 yards. I don't fear this Chiefs running game. I don't think any team does. You fear, obviously, when Patrick Mahomes starts scrambling, but it's always 39 yards on his seven scrambles. Well, I'm even saying you fear when he's scrambling behind the line of scrimmage, right? Oh, yeah. Because you you can never bring him down. He's one of the best to ever ever do the the behind the line of scrimmage scramble and, and still make a play. Yeah. He's got four different types of four or five different types of throws in his arsenal um, that, that he could do. He could throw, as we saw two seasons ago or something like that, throw left-handed like, Yep. or he's righty, right? Yeah. He's righty. So throwing opposite hand, like ridiculous. does the shovel pass, does, does the, the no look pa- pass, does, like... does the submarine pass thing yeah. as he's going to the ground. He, he can do, he can got such a strong arm um, that he can still make it work no matter what's going on and Um, i would honestly say he might be the best scrambling behind the line of scrimmage quarterback maybe we've ever seen like it feels uh, like our yeah i mean at least in our lifetime i can't think of any others that are better than him behind those line of scrimmage i can't think of any because like the the amount of time he's able to buy for somebody on his team to get open that he just slings it to I mean, he'll run one side, run to the other, and then just hit some guy who there's nobody around him for 20 yards. Like, yeah, because it's crazy. Because most quarterbacks that start doing scrambling, they'll they'll try to go up for like two yards or three yards. But he's still going to find that Travis Kelsey type of player um, that is, you know, man to man outmatched or something, or just able to squeeze in a window. He's fun to watch. Um, I still don't agree with everybody when they're like, oh, he's the next Brady. But um, <laughs> he's not. But is he one of the better quarterbacks going to be of the next tenure? For sure, if not the best. The one thing I fear about this Chiefs team is when you get into the playoffs and you're playing against better defenses, better teams, who is your go-to guy when it, when it isn't Kelsey? Like, because Kelsey's always going to be over the middle, right? So when you need that guy in the outside who goes long, is it going to be Kadarius Tony? Is it going to be Valdez Scantling? Is it going to be JJ uh, Juju Smith-Schuster? Because not, they not all <laughs> kind of feel like, well, yeah. But they all kind of feel like the B or the C guys. Like, I don't know who is A on this offense in terms well, of receiving. I mean, there really isn't. And outside of Kelsey, there really isn't. Because you take Kelsey out of the way, um if you take kelsey out of the way um his receiving is four targets uh for valdez scantling five for tooney um eight for mckinnon uh but he still has the same amount of yards uh juju smith schuster's four like 
everybody's roughly the same. Uh, Kelsey's still their number one guy. Yeah. He's going to be. I just, I don't know. There's just something when I watch this Chiefs team, again, when you watched them with Tyreek Hill, it was like, this is the most complete offense in the league, right? They're They're missing the long target. Yeah, they're just missing something. I don't know what it is. And when they play better teams, like when they play Buffalo, like you really feel it. Well, and so this is kind of something that's scary is, um, again, I have... I'm able to compare it to the Patriots because that's the team I've watched the majority of my life. But with Brady being a great quarterback, a lot of the times he would struggle. Yes, he was great at the check down, but he never had that over the top. And I felt like if he had a couple of those over the top players, the player like, um, as I mentioned earlier, um, uh, oh my gosh, Randy Moss, those kind of players, if it's over the top, you have that long throw that the offense is completely changed. Um, And you can kind of see that here with the Chiefs. They don't have that hill over the top. Like, look what's happening in Miami. Um, Again, you you take Hill, and this is why we're making the argument for Hill being MVP of the year, is you took him from KC. Yes, KC is still winning. But you can, as you're saying, you're missing that long over-the-top target. And so you take Hill back off Miami – Miami is still probably going to be a good team with because they still got Waddle and all those other players, but he gives you such a dynamic thing. So I, I yeah. totally agree with you that the missing of Tyreek Hill, they're good. This this Chiefs team is still good. Um, definitely a contender to make to the Super Bowl uh, out of the AFC. Um, one of, I'd probably say about four teams in the AFC that can make it to the Super Bowl. Um, but they're definitely missing missing that long target yeah if you're what is it if you're a kansas city chiefs fan like you obviously want to see buffalo in the playoffs again right because you want to get revenge to play them but if you were a kansas city chiefs fan would you want to see either miami or the titans again i feel like no No. way in hell no like no i mean mahomes is going to have his way with that dolphins defense but about them it's all about matching up man um, and you're I right. Think, I don't think they match up well against those two teams. No, I mean we saw the Titans basically shut him down for what minus if Patrick Mahomes makes one less miracle play, they lose that I game. Still, like, I still can't believe that play or that that game when <laughs> literally the Titans had no passing offense. Minus yeah, they had like the fifty half. yards. Like, yeah. yeah, they had 80 total in 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 the regular uh, part of the game before it got to OT. I don't know the OT, but it was 80 in the first two in, in the first half and minus two in the second half, minus fucking two, and they were still able to almost beat the Chiefs. And I don't think the Chiefs played a bad game. No, so, they lost uh, by three. They yeah, lost by three in OT. I would not want to play the Titans if I was if I was the Chiefs. And then the Bills, I just I don't so, know. They got to the fix. Right now. They got to fix something. They got till the playoffs to fi- fix whatever issue they and have. I, and I still have confidence in the Bills to fix it before the playoffs because they're a good team. But you're right. They got to fix something. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Jackson played. So in this, Jacksonville played a good game for who they are. But the Chiefs but, are just better. Yeah. I think what Titans, Dolphins, Chiefs are probably top three in the AFC right now. Like yeah. in terms then- of. Yep, yep. And then and then you throw Buffalo right behind that. And then 
there's your, there's your four out of the AFC that um, are contenders. That really, yeah, in my opinion, I agree um, with you. I, even though the the Ravens are leading their division, I uh, no, I, I think she, I think it's going to be all the division, um, or the division leaders uh, plus Bills get rid of Ravens. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it looks like for me. And then everybody else, be lucky that you get to the playoffs with your wild card kind of thing. Pretty much. Uh, but let's uh, skip over just the couple games. Not not really anything to talk about. Uh, Lions Bears was fun, but again, this Bears, both these teams have the same issue. They have great electric offenses. They can't stop anybody on defense. Nobody. No. And Unless then the this, game, this game, this uh, game had crazy crazy justin fields runs 13 for 147 two touchdowns he, justin fields is a good quarterback <laughs> he's a good quarterback i don't know if he's a good passing quarterback but he might be Doesn't one matter. of the most figure it out yeah well this is the this uh, justin fields is who everybody thinks lamar jackson is justin fields actually has trouble passing the ball but when he runs it like that, that's a fair game is electric that, that's, that's a fair fair analysis i would say that justin fields is lamar jackson with less passing skills yeah and he might be faster or he might just be more elusive as a runner because that what 60 yard run he did he just 67 was the long it was his long dear god he just like outran everybody (laughs) he's ducking and weaving he makes the touchdown 13 for 147 like rushing that is insane and then the the next closing your actual running back with herbert 10 attempts for 57 yards he rushed (laughs) for almost 100 more yards than the lead running back like that's crazy uh the dolphins on the other hand jared goff actually looked really good this game 19 for 26 236 and one touchdown i'm telling you man both these teams they figure out their defensive stuff and get maybe one or two more pieces on offense both these teams especially with how green bay is just kind of in limbo in this division they could be real contenders next year so i like watching both these teams here in football all the time especially in college give them three years to rebuild um I think we were just a little too quick to jump the gun or jump on saying Detroit was going to be better. Um, I mean, they are slightly better, but I think you give them, as you said, a couple more pieces and you, they come in next year. If they get those right pieces, you, I can see this flipped for them. Um, yeah. I, I know they got rid of Hawkins, uh, Ooh, Hawkinson, which is a massive blow to their offense, but um I mean, you, yeah, it's just a couple other pieces, and I think uh, they could easily be a a six and three team. The the Bears feel like they should have been way closer, but again, they traded away all their good defensive players, and now since they've done that, they can't stop anybody. Funny how that works when you just get rid of all your defensive players, and all of a sudden your defense sucks. Like, yeah. So the Bears definitely feel like they were a lot closer and then kind of hit the reset. And then all of a sudden, Justin Fields came out of nowhere and he's like... Right, and it was Claypool that they changed, they traded for, right? Yes. Uh, Yeah, two targets, one reception, eight yards. He's been absolutely (laughs) absent both games. It's... Again, they didn't, they are, they were doing better before they, or they're doing just as good before and after him. And he hasn't been a factor at all. So... 
great moves great moves bears team bears uh i guess this game i don't really have anything to say with this game nothing nothing more uh but the one seven and one houston texans lose to the now seven and two giants 24 to 16 uh this game yeah the texans are feisty uh but the giants just ran it down their throat uh daniel jones looking decent but this game was a lot closer than it probably should have been. And yeah, I don't trust the seven and two giants. I don't trust the jets either. Anything to add to that That's, casino? No, no, not at all. We've, we've already talked about that, that uh, they're, they're probably going to fall flat on their face. Uh, next up. Eventually. The, yeah. The now three and six Pittsburgh Steelers won 20 to 10 against the three and seven New this game uh, was New Orleans boring. Saints. I this, couldn't. I didn't watch one single snap of this game. I have nothing I, to add. I, to outside this game. of what they they switched over to red zone like twice, I did not care about this game. Uh, Kenny Pickett not looking bad. Uh, Saints and the Andy Dalton is just looks like Andy Dalton. So two interceptions, a touchdown. Ech. Yeah, these two teams look like they're either tanking or rebuilding. Probably both. Uh, the mate, the the we talked about earlier with the Josh Allen injury. I don't know when it was announced that both Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford were going to be out of this game, but so I didn't know I, that until they started showing this game. I, like, I hadn't heard anything either. I mean, I don't know I, where this was announced. Did, did we miss it? I, I apparently I what I injury does do either of these two guys have? I mean, I had heard about Stafford where um, he was a little banged up and they were the Rams would potentially their years their season's over so they're playing uh protect uh protect stafford get him out get him healthy make sure nothing happens to him regroup go go next year so i i've heard talk about that so i'm not too shocked that stafford was out but the one that got me was i had no idea murray was not going to play no i I heard i heard the slight talks uh that there was potential for them to pull stafford sometime in the next couple games so they apparently they did it before this game but the murray one i was shocked apparently he had not been practicing as early as wednesday due to a hamstring injury oh but again i didn't know any of that i didn't see that on any of the shows no when we were doing research for last episode that we didn't put out i didn't see that listed anywhere like Same. the Matthew Stafford was like, he's been banged up kind of all season and they were monitoring him. But th- when this game started and it was Colt McCoy versus uh, John Wolford, I was like, when the fuck did they announce that? Like, when was that happening? And shockingly, this Cardinals team looked way, way better and more competent when it had Colt McCoy in. Colt McCoy lit up this Super Bowl winning defense 26 for 37, 238, and one touchdown. Uh, do do you think they seriously stick with Colt McCoy Casino with all the shit and drama Ooh. that Kyler Murray brings? I mean, I think that's the smarter choice. Um, will they probably do that? No, again, because it comes down to money. They've already paid him too much. Yep. They're, he, he's going to play. But probably should McCoy get in there and uh I mean four and six they're they if they run a f- 
few games they may be in contention for the last wild card, but I it, I think it's slim. Um, no, yeah, especially think- with the NFC East teams all what three four games better than them probably. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like there's they would have to go on a string to be either even a thought to be a wild card. So like their season's over. So that's what I'm getting at is why not try out McCoy and let him keep going. Yeah, because um, then but, off season you can trade either McCoy or Murray and get something for him. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you took the words out of my mouth. Um, because at this point, if you're tanking and you know your star quarterback is injured, protect him, let him heal, let McCoy go. You have a trading piece. There you go. You could get some more people around to take care of Kyler Murray. That yeah. Diva. On the, I, I feel I, I hate it. I wanted I liked Kyler Murray when he came into the league. I like his style of play, and then he's just tainted his own reputation. Now I just I have a sour taste. I don't care. Yeah. to see him do well. Well, and the team looks like they fucking hate him. Like yeah, they really do. Like, yeah, if, <laughs> like... if if you don't want to be a team guy and you lose your locker room, I'm not going to really cheer for you because, yeah, I mean that that that's that's why I didn't really dislike Russ he wasn't my favorite quarterback but as soon as he goes to the other team and he was like oh you know his whole thing with oh it's me or Carroll pick one and they went with Pete Carroll and he was like okay well I'm gonna go to another team and show you that I can throw the football and we don't have to be a running team and he goes and he and then to find out all the players aren't sticking up for him from Seattle they all hate him (laughs) yeah well Well, and and it was that thing I I'm not I'm not for any quarterback including Kyler Murray, any team, any quarterback that does that, any player that does that, I'm not, yeah, I'm not for you. You I, know what? I hope who, you do bad. You know who Kyler Murray reminds me of? He reminds me of a more talented Jay Cutler, right? Just like in terms of personality and like how the team reacts to him. Like, was it dear you Lord. a while back where I, th- I could be wrong if this was Jay Cutler. I thought it was him. Um, my kids saying go knights go i love it <laughs> go hockey my, that's my girl high five um but wasn't it like where uh i think it was jay cutler was out he was spotted like at a barbecue place and then they like, asked him to sign an autograph and like he was being a dick about it i mean that sounds like jay cutler I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so 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 viewers don't don't count uh, i believe it was jay cutler um from what i can remember from that video i i know it was him but I, I feel like he was being a dick about it. Um, look it up. See if I'm right or wrong. Put it in the comment section. Let <laughs> us know. Um, anyway. Uh, now let's just transition to the Ram side of things. I heard something. I believe it was on the Dan Patrick show when I was listening to it this morning. Not a podcast, a radio show. Uh, that the Rams three and six are tied for the worst start to a defending Super Bowl champions next season in NFL history. So the Rams are just an absolute dumpster fire. I don't know how they're so much worse than they were last year. It's really, they didn't lose anybody. The only person they lost was OBJ, but there's no way in hell on any team in the league, OBJ equates to a 10-win difference. Like, this is... Uh, Cooper Cup, I believe, also got hurt in this game. Uh, so there went their entire offense. 
Yeah, uh, Cooper Cup, it sucks. Um, and that looks like a bad ankle injury. Um, yeah, he might be I'm, done for the uh, season. Maybe Stafford's done for the and season. So, talking like. about my fantasy here. Uh, <laughs> it'd be, I'm happy that I picked up, as we talked about it, uh, 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 the running back for, oh my gosh. Will, Will, uh, Jeff Wilson. Great. Yes. Um, and, you know, where did he come from? Well, I picked him up, and so now what's good is my uh, flex player uh, was A.J. Brown, so I'll just move him up, and then I'll put this new running back in as a flex. I'm still – I am 8-1 and one, or 9-1 and one after Dang. this week. Yeah, I'll be 9-1 and one after this week. And usually you suck at fantasy football, so I, this is good. I suck at fantasy football. <laughs> I normally play against you who normally crush me, so – and I'm this season, I'm doing weeks. terrible. So, congrats, Casino. On. You need me to beat up on. <laughs> Let's move from uh, Casino's Fantasy Corner over to the last... Ooh, is that a new segment? I mean, I, like I think so. I think so. All right. Uh, last two games on the docket here. Uh, let's talk about my favorite game of the weekend. The uh, Green Bay Packers... Oh beating the Dallas Cowboys in OT 31 to 28. Um, I noticed the time the wife will probably be home soon and make a lot of noise. So let's keep going and bust through these. So we got two casino, my favorite game, four and six green Bay Packers beat the now six and three Dallas Cowboys 31 to 28. I picked Dallas and I picked the Packers because Aaron Rodgers. Uh, owns the Dallas Cowboys. He rolled them up in some paper and smoked them like some ayahuasca. I don't know if that's how you do ayahuasca. I'm sure it's not. But he was 14 for 20, 224, three touchdowns. The reemergence of Aaron Jones was really the talk of this game. 24 carries, 138 yards, one touchdown. And then the rookie Talking Christian- about fantasy corner, have him. <laughs> and then the rookie Christian Watson also coming out of nowhere, four receptions, 107 yards, three yeah, touchdowns. He was, tar- he was targeted eight times. Um, so I don't know if some of those were his drops or if they were just bad passes, probably bad passes. Um, but so something that I do want to talk about over on the Dallas side is Pollard. We've talked about it. I mean, Zeke being out still. He 22 attempts, me. 115 yards. He's he's a good running back. Yeah. And I'm really laughing internally and aloud to fans of Dallas that Zeke sucks and Pollard is better. <laughs> you spent so much money on Zeke and he's not panning out for you. Now he's injured. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Uh, I, I, I lost all respect for him when, when he put tattoo feed me across his belly. I don't mind tattoos. I, you know, I don't mind gloating if you're a good player, but I, he lost me there. Feed uh, me, really? I really? always hated the the eating the cereal gif. I fucking, uh But it is oh. funny when people put L's and then when they lose, it's L's going into his mouth. But obviously, I hate the Cowboys, but this was a hard game to watch because I also hate Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So... They're really still done. I don't care that they won this game. They're not going to make the playoffs. Oh, this no. was a whoop de doo hooroo for them. Um, but yeah, I've I've heard analysts and watch shows and listen to radios, uh, uh, 
episodes and stuff like this where people are acting like this is the launching pad for the Green Bay Packers. There's has anybody because looked they beat at the, the number one defense in the league? No, <laughs> which <laughs> both funny of these teams are overrated. Funny how the number one defense in the league has the like 29th ranked rush defense. How are you the number one defense in the league where you're 29th in, in stopping the run? But and that's why I've done that rant talked about this off air and a little bit on air. I'm not worried about your Eagles when they go to because they're just going to run over them. They're just going to run over them. I mean, I'm worried every single time the Eagles play anybody. So. I, I'm worried regardless, but uh, Dak Prescott was really the story on the Cowboys side of this game. He had just two absolutely terrible, terrible IMTs. And then the oh, yeah. Mike McCarthy with that weird going for it on fourth and three. And yeah, and then he threw down his, he threw down his headset. Like it was not his fault. Going <laughs> yeah. for that? I have no Again, idea. This is why I referenced Remember right earlier this episode, I referenced four and three. Yeah, you know, going why you go four and four and three? <laughs> exactly, right here, man. It's just why. Well, why? it's also why? you have the best defense in the league in terms of against the pass. So Aaron Rodgers has been cooking you all game, but you don't think you can stop him on one drive? You he's this is a four, this is a three and six team you're playing, and you're six and two. Like it's I don't I don't know, but. This was a weird game, especially with uh, the the Packers just, yeah, just like the way they beat this team, I don't understand. But uh, we move on to the last game of the night, Casino. The Sunday night game, the now 5-4 and four San Francisco 49ers <laughs> against the now 5-4 and four Los Angeles Chargers, 22-16. to 16. Uh, What are your thoughts on this game, Casino? Um, I thought San Fran was going to win it a little bit more handingly. Um, I just have no more faith in the Chargers. Um, they're no. just, just too well, they're I also mean, still Herbert, too beat up, Herbert, but they are. But Herbert's still playing pretty all right, man. I mean, he didn't have a good game today or last night, but they're just, yeah, they're just too beat up. They don't really, they're just not clicking. They're not clicking. They have on paper, they have a lot of good players but they're just not clicking and those that aren't playing hurts them as well. Yeah. Um, well, just their offense. You can tell they're missing like all their key pieces because they have such trouble moving the ball. It's crazy. But then you look at it and it's like, yeah, Herbert is playing with like his fourth, fifth, sixth options in the receiving game. Like yeah, every so, I mean, time they put a wide receiver out there, he gets injured and misses weeks. Th- th- they're like, going to be, they're a good team when they're all healthy right now. They're not a good team because they're not healthy. That's been their MO all year. So I honestly thought San Fran was going to do a little bit better, uh, but give credit to the chargers. I mean, McCaffrey didn't do much in this game, 14 attempts, 38 yards. Um, he did get, uh, he did get uh, 39 yards off of four receptions out of six. So he did all right there. Um, I think I agree. I agree with you where uh, 49ers coming off a bye against like a beat up Chargers they, they team. Were flat. They were they, flat. I expect them to do. I mean, the line was minus eight for San Fran. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, it was six, but they, they didn't cover, but they, they should have, they should have, in my opinion, been at least a, a 10 point. It, it should have been at least 10 points. They I really feel a, like they had another touchdown on top of this. 
or at bare minimum, another field goal. They did not look well after, a, as you said, after a bye, they came out flat against a beat up Chargers team. Didn't look right. This, this really feels like this San Francisco team, everybody wants to anoint them as like a real contender in the NFC. I honestly don't know if they'll be able to catch uh, Seattle in the division. And then if they don't, if they'll be able to get that last wildcard spot. Because I mean, they're five and four. Everybody in the NFC East has a game or two on them. And their schedule... I mean, that's probably what's going to help them, but they still play some, you know, comp- like some good competition. They're playing against the Cardinals next week. So on Monday night football in Mexico City. So if it's Colt McCoy uh, or Kyler Murray, I still feel like there's a chance for that Cardinals team to beat this 49ers team, the one we saw tonight. Then they oh, play so. the Saints. That's a guaranteed win. But then they're playing the Dolphins, the Buccaneers, the Seahawks, the Commanders. Like, all those, I feel like, could be tricky. You know, they could be 3-1 and one in those games. They could be 1-3, and 2-2. And, two. and then they end with the Raiders, who guaranteed win. And then the Cardinals again. So, I don't know. I, I feel like this 49ers team, the schedule's really going to benefit them for the next two weeks and then the last two weeks of the season, but there's still a four-game stretch there where they, if they went 0-4, like, they're out of playoff contention. Like, that is... Yeah. And again, the, the 49ers, everybody keeps saying NFC teams, you hear Vikings, Eagles, but everybody always throws in the Niners, and I feel like we would too, but... They're still five and four, and they didn't look good at all in this game for getting an extra week and getting all their guys back from IR. And then they just felt, yeah, flat. And Garoppolo had what? No touchdowns, no interceptions. He was kind of just there. Like, I don't trust Jimmy G. I don't trust, I don't trust this team to stay healthy enough to have like a lengthy playoff run. I don't know. This 49ers team, it just feels off. I, I felt like they're once they got McCaffrey, they were going to start to move and move. But being flat against the Chargers, who didn't play well, and who I'm also worried. have a terrible defense, yeah. like it makes it worries me. Um, yeah, I'll but... definitely be keeping an eye on them. Um, but and then we got tonight's game. We got your Philadelphia Eagles versus the Washington Commanders, and it's a minus eleven spread or minus eleven. For the Philly, I'm taking that all day. I'm saying two <laughs> touchdowns. Go Philly. Go Birds. Go Birds. Go Birds. So we, uh, we for picks this week, we tied 7-7. This game is what's going to decide who wins the week. You're still way ahead of me in terms of like season long. And I still haven't even checked the first. Uh... It doesn't matter. You don't even need it. You're going to beat me this year. I can't. I can't do any picks. The fucking... I was going to hit my first parlay card this week, Casino. I had six, five of them all hit dead on. And I was picking some great picks, right? I picked Packers. I picked Vikings. I was picking like against... What did, what did you put down? What would you made? I, I only bet 10 bucks, but I would have won like 600 something. Yeah. <laughs> and the only, the only game that I fucking lost was because the Bears lost to the Lions. I could not believe it. If the Bears would have won by a field goal, that game was only one and a half. I would have fucking won that game. And 
Ugh. This is why I it's... don't bet, my friend. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like freaking out on the Vikes Bucks game because obviously I needed the Vi- uh, the Vikings to win. And then when they won, I was like, oh my God, I won my parlay card. And then I wasn't even paying attention to the Bears Lions game and came back and bit me in the ass casino. But uh, as far as this episode, that's all we have. Next week's episode or next episode we have this week, we'll talk uh, other sports. We'll predict week 11's games. We'll talk NBA. I was going to ask you, do you want to do like a special episode for tomorrow? Uh, just like a, a quick half hour thing of all the other sports or, or longer. See if we can run one out. Uh, actually, you want to do a YouTube exclusive? A YouTube exclusive. All right. So there you go. Uh, I'll put this episode up later tonight, Monday night. So Tuesday, we'll have up a YouTube exclusive video talking about NBA, NHL. We'll probably talk about the Monday night game as well. So... Go to our YouTube channel, The Only Sports Podcast, also available wherever you get your podcast, and we'll have another full episode for you on Thursday. Uh, but yeah, anything else to add, Casino? Yeah. Um, can you guys buy me some better toasters or something, <laughs> better kitchen appliances that I can plug my internet into? I don't know. I mean, we're about a month away from Christmas, so have you been a good boy this year, Casino? No, so you're not getting anything. But I might get you Fair something. Enough. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. All maybe, right. Maybe so I could run it. Hey, maybe I can run my internet off of some coal. So I'm just gonna be some. I'm gonna be bad, bad, bad. I'm gonna get a whole bunch of coal and run my internet off of that. All right. Going I'm gonna get you a. Here. I'm gonna get you a steam-powered crank uh, Wi-Fi uh, for this podcast specifically. <laughs> but so I'm just gonna be sitting here. Doing this. <laughs> yeah. But the internet will be flawless. Uh, so we'll see you tomorrow. This has been the Only Sports Podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. Uh, and remember, fly, Eagles, fly. Go Casino. <laughs> All right. Adios. <laughs>